Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 53 today and today's topic is snowfall. We are going to cover episode 6 titled A Long Time Coming. Um, Before we get into the show, I just have a few church announcements. I'll make this really quick. Um, I wanted to announce some upcoming episodes that I will do. Um, The TV show You is returning. So if you're into You, make sure you check out my recaps. Um, It drops on October 15th. It is a really good thriller, suspenseful show. So you have plenty of time to be catching up on season one and season one and two it's on netflix so this is going to be season three so i'm excited about that also um for my narcos listeners narcos is coming back narcos mexico november 5th and they have announced that this is the last season of mexico which i was quite surprised because they have so much more they can go on with that but You know, I I don't know what made them choose that, but we're going to miss Narcos. But yeah, this is the last season. So I am happy that we were able to recap that in full and talk about that. So now we're just ready for season three. And before it drops, I do want to cover that documentary. We'll do it right before um, November 5th. And that's going to be on Hulu and it's called Narcos Wars. It's like a series. So you'll have to go to episode three and it's called Battle of the Border. And we'll cover that documentary right before the show comes back. Um, BMF series is starting um, September 26th. That will be on Stars. And before that drops, I want to cover the BMF documentary. I've seen it before, but I want to recap it again. And I was hoping you guys would watch it as well. And we could kind of recap it together. But um, I was unable to find it on Amazon. They took it off. And a lot of stuff that they have on their cost. So I don't want to send you guys or cover anything that you can't watch or, you know, just don't feel like paying for it, which is totally understandable. So I did find um, the documentary on YouTube. It doesn't look like it's the great, the greatest quality, but the whole documentary is on YouTube. So somebody uploaded it on their channel so we can check it out on there. And if you type in BMF documentary, it shows up. When Narcos comes back, I want to cover Escobar's Empire. It's a documentary. It's a two-part. It's under the same one I told you for the Battle of the Border. Um, This one is called Escobar's Empire. And then the next one after that is called Escobar Goes to War. Um, The reason why I want to do that is because when we cover Colombia, I was kind of really busy and didn't have time to dissect that the way I wanted to and I kind of we did season one every episode but when season two we just kind of bunched it together and talked about the series in one episode so I kind of want to go back over that and just talk about more true of the facts so I want to cover it more from the documentary points also jumping back to Narcos Mexico they have changed it up a little bit Walt will be returning, but this is the first time we'll have a female narrator, and she's going to be like a journalist, so not like a DEA. You know, they always had the DEA narrator. This one will be like coming from a journalist's point of view. 
So that'll be pretty interesting. Um, one more show I have that I want to cover on October 19th is um, Queens, and that's starring Brandy, Natari Naughton, and Eve. That will be coming on ABC Network. I don't know if I'm going to be invested to cover each week, but I definitely want to support the show, and I want to <clears throat> at least recap episode one. So we'll see. I, I don't want to, you know, put that in stone that we'll be, um, you know, doing it each week. But I know I want to cover the first episode for sure. That was pretty much it on all my upcoming shows. I will drop um, seven and eight for Snowfall this weekend. And then we'll do our power um, book three, Raising Canaan Sunday as always. And that is pretty much it for the church announcements. Um, my friend Amber is opening up a business. I just want to shout that out. And that will be called Ambience Health Spa. It will be opening around in a couple of weeks, be definitely before, you know, October hits. But she doesn't have a day for the day she's going to open the doors. But as soon as it's open, I will let you guys know that's in the Atlanta area. And um, it's in Roswell to be exact. So, you know, in the times we're living in now, health is wealth, depression is going on. It's so much just going on in the world. So, you know, if you can just kind of relax and come have a good spa day, that's always like the best, like relax your mind, get your health together, work out, eat right, all that good stuff, guys, you know, times is really trying right now. Um, don't forget, I told you guys about Jamil's book, Some Things I've Been Through, and that's Jamil from Gully TV. It's a memoir. It is a really dope read. He has a really dope YouTube channel. I go there for a lot of my information. It's over 100,000 subscribers. Really good content. So I just want to shout that out as well. You can get that book. You can purchase it on Amazon. So just a shout out to Jamil. Um, that's pretty much the show. Don't forget to follow me on my social media platforms, Alicia Shanice on Facebook and IG. And pretty much that sums it up. Let's just go ahead and get into the show because I don't want to have you guys here too long. Her name is Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice and she's the one. I really love this episode. This is when, you know, we start seeing snowfall. We start seeing the show come together. So from here on out, it ain't no more slowness. Every episode is fire. Um, it opens up. We see a girl is walking around town. She's handing out flyers, hanging them up all over the place of a missing girl. But, you know, when it comes on, we don't know who she is and we don't know, you know, who's missing. So uh, we just see that. We go straight into the next scene and we see a very weird Teddy. <laughs> he is so weird. So weird. He's walking around his house. He's antsy, just all over the place, listening to his answer machine of Julia and his son, Paul, on the voicemail. And, um, you know, this is after the plane wreck. So he um, calls Alejandro and tells him, you know, he talked to Avi. Avi paid him all his money. We also know Avi is doing his thing with all, everybody he has who he, he does his deals with, but also Franklin re-ups go to Teddy too, 
because he's working for Avi. But we also see Lucia and Pedro didn't hold their end. So Teddy tells Alejandro he gave them 48 hours, but they might need to find somebody else. And Alejandro is like, look, I told you I'm not a drug dealer. I'm a soldier. And we see that he's still recovering. He has his head all wrapped up and, you know, he's recovering. We also see Teddy is not only moving the cocaine, but he also has to go to D.C. so he can get the guns as well. So the U.S. was funding the the cocaine and the guns. So that tells you all you need to know right there, allegedly. (laughs) So after that, we see Franklin, Leon, and Kevin. They go to see Claudia. Claudia looks at them and she is not for it. <laughs> she asks Franklin, she like, what is this, the Big Brother Club meeting? <laughs> we see um, Leon and Kevin, they kind of looking at Claudia, trying to get their little Mac on. And she looking at them like, little boys. So, you know, she kind of dismisses them. And, you know, Leon is being Leon and calls her a busted old bitch, of course. <laughs> And she looks at Franklin like, young blood, I thought she was about business. And he like, I just, you know, look, I need people around me I can trust. So she kind of gives him a line like, look, if you're going to be in this business, it's nobody you can trust. So this time she lets him know, like, I'm only taking two. And he like, well, we said I'm only taking two. I'm not a drug dealer. I just buy this stuff to keep my own flow going in my club. So um he kind of asked her like well you know anybody else who might want some around here and she like franklin didn't you learn your lesson with lenny and ray ray going on people corners and you know approaching their customers you need to leave from around these four blocks or you're gonna have more trouble than that so he kind of you know takes heed to what she's saying and one thing about claudia is claudia is definitely a boss and knows the game just all the way around i'm not talking about just drugs but um we go into the next scene and we see lenny and ray ray they're sitting outside franklin's house watching it watching it like a hawk and mind you by now they've been getting they mentioned it in the last episode they have been getting payback on carvel boys so they probably looking for carvel don't know he already did somewhere and they've been getting get back so now he gotta get franklin and he gotta get uh Leon and Ray Ray is telling him like look don't you think you know we did enough you know we got him he got us you know we even and Lenny goes off mind you we see Lenny is not in his right mind as it you know as much as he can be like everything that happened to him in that house he is all over the place he's talking Ray Ray don't know what the hell he's talking about and he just get the going off talking about these niggas broke in my house tie me up hit me with a baseball bat but he ain't mentioning what else happened to him as he shouldn't you know as he shouldn't because what happened to him that was serious you know I don't want to take light to that but he did deserve an ass whooping I'll, I'll tell you that much but they end up seeing Kevin Leon and Franklin walking down the street and he is ready to pull out and andre comes up <laughs> fun enough andre shows up and saves the day and that is kind of a um that's a good thing when you know you have police officers in your neighborhood who live in a neighborhood and they know 
who ain't supposed to be over there. They know when something ain't right. Cause he, he went over there. He like, look, I know you boys ain't supposed to be around here. He showed him his badge. Lenny is so um, bent on wanting revenge. He know Andre's a cop and still won't even pull off. He want them so bad. But Ray Ray like, no, we, we, we got it. We gone. We gone. So Franklin, um, they go in and go into the house, not even knowing that them dudes was watching every little thing that they was doing and was getting ready to get them. So they go into the house. They done made this money off Claudia. They is acting a fool, acting like, man, I don't know what they, they're jumping on the bed, acting, having them a good old time, honey. And Leon and Kevin, they keep joking about testing some testing the code and franklin is all business he he don't have time for this and he like we do not touch the supply this is for getting money he is our business but you know this is their first time seeing this much money they're not all serious like franklin is so they you know they just having them fun like we gotta do this we gotta do that man we gotta try some you know so the door um the doorbell goes off and franklin goes to the front but nobody's there. By the time he gets back, we see Mel. She's sneaking into the bedroom through the window. Her and Franklin got these things about windows. Pay attention. And we see the um, Leon and Kevin. They're acting mad weird. So they didn't. They didn't. They didn't have a little tester while Franklin was out at that door. And Mel coming in nosy as hell. She going through everything. At, uh, like, oh, what's this? And asking, can she help sell? And talking about she know people, she can do it. Just being nosy and a pest at this point. So Franklin gets irritated when he sees that Leon and Kevin has went into the stash. They didn't, you know, sniff them a little coat. They acting a fool. And he puts them all out like, oh, y'all got to go. But pay attention to Mel. Mel is nosy. She's asking, can she help sell it? She's asking, can she try some? So pay attention to Mel. I'm going to make a point to that in a couple episodes from down why I said that. Um, We go into the next scene. We see Gustavo and Lucia. They're going from like hospital to hospital checking um, papers to see if they can find someone. And we find out they're looking for his foster brother. So that's the first time we find out that Gustavo was raised up in foster care. And he's looking for his brother who is, you know, going through dialysis. And we know that his brother doesn't want to see him. But when they find his name and when they do see it's him, uh, when he sees Gustavo, when he opens his eyes, you can just tell it's a lot of bad blood there. He introduces him to Lucia. And, you know, Lucia tells him that I'm Gustavo's business partner. And he warns her. He like, are you sure about that? Because when things get rough, he will run. So we see that there he's it's a lot of bad blood, a lot of history there. They don't go into it, but they're trying to find somewhere they can sell their product to. So they are having the same problem that Franklin is having. Franklin needs to find somebody to sell these two keys to, and they can't they ha they haven't even paid um teddy anything and they're on this deadline so they have to find somebody to push their cocaine through and we see that his um, foster brother um is like in a gang with the guy stomper he's gonna be like who's over everything and they know that, that he can they can get in contact with them and get their shit off so they have to get through the foster brother to get their approval first so <clears throat> 
it's kind of funny that you see Gustavo and Lucia and they crew, and then you see Franklin, all of them trying to get this stuff done, but it's all coming from one place, the CIA. You know what I'm saying? From Teddy, from for, for this war, like that in the show. That's where all of it is coming for. All of them, the money that they make and bring back to them is going funded to this war in Nicaragua. So we see Teddy, he goes to see to DC to see his boss about the gun. So he, his boss is like one of the top guys in the CIA, aka crack in america aka clowns in action as the dea likes to call him <laughs> call them um so you know as they're talking teddy is just speaking loosely he's like we got to get these guns and his boss his boss stops him james he like if you say that shit again out loud you are going to be behind a desk for the rest of your career and that is always their th- their their main threat so three things important in this conversation teddy lets them know like look i can make this work but you got to work with me you don't want another bay of pigs in it do you because the bay of pigs that was another war that took place um in the 60s and that was a really big deal and you know he threatens him about that desk job and also james says that all right, we'll get it done, but I might have to go behind the ambassador, go, you know, around the ambassador to get it done. So for all my Narcos listeners, when we go back to Narcos, Colombia, and you see how the CIA kept doing little stuff and blocking certain things with the CIA and, I mean, with the DEA and how they reported straight to the ambassador, that's how that shit really was going. Just a lot of dirty, backhanded deals being made, a lot of undercutting, is very serious. So Teddy calls Julia and they're both acting like mad weird on the phone, like mad weird, which is just weird because he was just listening to her on the voicemail. She's, you know, trying to get in touch with him. Love you. Tell daddy hi and all this stuff. And they're just, they're just an awkward couple. And she tells him like, go ahead and come over here. But Teddy, if you come, I don't want no bullshit. And bring me Thai food, by the way, eight o'clock. <laughs> so, him and Julia have a mad, awkward relationship. They're both weird. So, we get into the next scene, and we see Franklin goes to see Jerome, and his house is so 80s. <laughs> he got the little bees. It's just so 80s. And he's cooking him some cookies, and, you know, him and Louie, I love their relationship. And they, you know, Franklin goes, and ask him like look i just want you to let me know why don't you want in on a coke business and jerome just breaks it down like for number one our people can't even afford it so what that means you cannot sell in this area you have to go sell to white folks that's gonna bring trouble he knew some people who had just got you know caught up in a truck and you know they went to prison and you know he like the mexicans run the the coke game like is you not it's not as easy as you think he's trying to warn him and louis comes in and kind of has his back and tells him to take him to go see somebody who might can listen because he won't he's not family you know sometimes we listen to people who are not family first you know quicker so Jerome happy that Louis finally had his back acting like an adult and not trying to, you know, please Franklin. So he takes him 
and they, they leave. And we go into the, the next scene and <clears throat> but before we do that, Franklin says, you know, this was important. He says, it gotta be a way we can, you know, make it where we can sell it to our people. And he's telling them like, Franklin, we can't afford it around here. Can't nobody afford Coke because this is the eighties, the early eighties. So cocaine at that time was like a party drug for the rich. And Louis kind of warns Jerome when Franklin walks out, like, you know, if his mind is made up, he going to do what he going to do. So we go back to D.C. And Teddy and Julia, they are just getting it on in the kitchen. We got little Paul crying in the back. So she hurries up and, you know, they do what they do. And she run back there. And I'm like, please wash your hands, boo, before you go touch little Paul. <laughs> and. After that, you know, they go into the scene and she's kind of like rubbing his back, putting alcohol on it or something. And, you know, they get back together. He promises her, you know, he promises her like, look, I'm going to get it together. I have this operation running smoothly and Alejandro can run a business and I can just watch from back here. And how we've already seen Teddy is very difficult and different and on point. And she's asking him, like, will you be will you be able to just let him run things and be here consistent? I know you and I'm not going to put my son. through. And he stops her like, no, he is our son. And I don't know what about that line, but no matter what race you are, <laughs> when a man says that, that gets to a woman, which is pretty just pathetic when you think about it. but when he said he is our son that kind of did something to her and you know, they end up getting back together. So we go and we go back to the next scene and we see Bo Keem Woodbine knees. <laughs> he trying to give Franklin a little history lesson about Coke because he was in the Coke business and got one of his boss shot off when he was in a Coke deal with the Mexicans and while he's trying to give Franklin, you know, a, you know, tell him about the 60s and the 70s and Jerome, like, look, we ain't here for no damn history lesson. <laughs> and he's still trying to go on and on. And Franklin, like, look, I know all about the pro uh, pro and tell Cole. Like, my father was a Black Panther. Just tell me about the Coke. Ain't nobody trying to hear nothing he got to say. When he finally started running his mouth talking about the Coke business, his Korean wife comes in there and she's speaking in Korean. <laughs> he speak back. They get into it. She throws some Jerome laughing. It's just a mess. Franklin looking like, what the hell am I here for? What can these? do for me so he does kind of um breaks it down and they like i thought well jerome's like i thought you was getting a divorce he like activism doesn't pay but these korean soap sales sales like crazy <laughs> so you know he tells franklin how he lost the nut doing a cold deal with the mexicans and how um th that's it's one gang that runs the whole coke business which is stomper where lucia and um Gustavo are trying to get in touch with him now and they start shooting darts and they shooting darts at Reagan <laughs> it's the 80s for you so we go into the next scene and we see Gustavo and Lucia they're planning to meet up for the coke deal with Stumper so his foster brother went on and let the deal go through you know he got him in touch with Stumper but Gustavo asks uh, Lucia like where Pedro at and she's like oh he probably on a bender so pay attention 
you see Lucia is struggling trying to get this coke deal done so she can get the money back to 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 Reed Thompson aka Teddy <laughs> but Pedro is nowhere to be found. He's on a bender. Gustavo is finding the people for them. He's finding the connections. He's doing everything. And they're sitting there taking shots. They dancing. So we see that Gustavo and Lucia, they're growing closer. And we're seeing that he is helping her get this business off the floor because this is brand new. And we go back and we see Franklin. He goes back to knees. And when he walks in, knees already said, look, I was already expecting you back. And Franklin was like, look, I need you to tell me how he was like, he tries to warn him. He tries to warn him. So he tries to give him some free advice. Then he give him some paid advice for the address. So Franklin had to pay for the address. And Franklin goes home and Sissy is getting ready for her spades game. So he done brought her some snacks and, you know, all of them good little things. And, you know, when a man come in with treats, he normally wants something. So he asked, can he use the car? And he told her he got a job working at the porn mansion for Rob. So that's his cover. Now, why he got money is he working at the porn mansion, being an assistant for Rob dad. And she lets him get the car. And we see Gustavo and Lucia, they go to see Stomper. So... This is where, you know, they're trying to get their product through to Stumper. Stumper, uh, one of his homeboys, part of the gang, he's talking mad shit. He's over flirting with Lucia. Gustavo not having that. So to make a long story short and wrap this recap up, they go outside. They get some wrestling. Homeboy beating Gustavo ass. Then he stop. He go sniff some coke. Then he go back. And Gustavo also get the tearing that ass up as he should, and also knocks his ass out, and you know just get the welling on him. And at first I thought he was gonna kill him, but Lucia she said it very calm. She said, "Oh so," <laughs> and he stops. So they like let's talk business. And you got everybody just walking around. Oh boy, just leaving him knocked out, knocked out on the ground. So they go and they talk protocol. Franklin pulls up at the house. He he can just look and see his ass don't need to be over there. Franklin, go home. Go start the car. Go home. And <laughs> he kind of has a second thought. And before he can even start the car up, the two dudes go over there and they like, what what are you doing over here? Like, uh, what do you need? Well, you know, they, they, they checking him and he like, my, my, my bad, my bad. I, I didn't mean to be over here. I, 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 I was just passing through. He gets to start up the car and before he can do anything, they pull him out and they, they was, he, listen, listen, they, they was about to give it to Franklin. It wasn't about to be no more Franklin at that point. And by, by the grace, <laughs> by the grace, here come Gustavo because the dudes they like he like Franklin is like I'm just trying to I was just trying to make a sale I was just trying to show you my product I'm Gustavo saves him and the two dudes they you know they don't know Gustavo so they looking like who the hell is you well here you running he like does, does he have a gun let him go Stumper comes out and give him a nod and Stumper is the boss they let him go and Franklin pay attention he tells also he like oh so what you doing around here you a wrestler you know and 
also saved him. And Franklin tells him, he like, my name is Franklin. And if you ever need anything, I got you. I owe you. Franklin tells Gustavo he owes him. So pay attention to this. It's the same connect, the same exact product, and they both trying to push it to every, to the same people. They both over there, but with Gustavo getting the okay from his foster brother, they went on and did business with him. But even if it wasn't no Gustavo, they weren't going to do nothing with Franklin. You know, he wasn't supposed to be over there. And that's a big deal, especially for season two. But um, it's like I said, it's the same, same connect, same exact product coming from the same place, the CIA. And that pretty much wraps that part up. And Alejandro picks Teddy up from the airport and they talk business, of course. And Teddy is like, look, I'm ready to go get something to eat. Pull up over here. Let's go to a diner. And when they pull up, Alejandro stops and he is befuddled when he sees that flyer. And Teddy is like, what's wrong? Did did you know her? You know who this girl is? He said, yeah, she's one of the girls I killed. (laughs) Teddy says the music come on Teddy get the shake of his head like no 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 because Teddy thought He cleared everything up So we learned the girl from The flyers who was handing out the flyers At the first of the episode She came from the one of the three girls That went missing remember when Logan OD'd it was three girls in the house and they just Disappeared Teddy was finding All the blonde hair and you know Asking him what's the other people in there And now we know for a fact, Alejandro has killed all three of them. And now it's missing flyers. So that's something else Teddy is going to have to clean up. And that was my recap. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I will drop episode seven tomorrow. And then we'll do episode eight Sunday. We'll also do Raising Canaan. So you guys have a beautiful weekend. Happy Friday to you all. And on that note, it's your girl Shanice. And I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice.